Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, the title of today's musing is Faith and Patience. And I know in previous musings, I have um, done a, a, a an episode on endurance with patience. And I think several times the, the patience theme has come up, but this morning when I woke up, I just felt there was a need to reconnect back to the faith and patience, you know, for myself, because there are things that, you know, I am going through, and I think this, a lot of people can um, relate to this, that are long, as in that there are no things that will disappear overnight, and you know that, I know that, and I'm working with God on these things. And sometimes, you know, but particularly some months back before, you know, this marvelous journey that I've been on, I, I hoped and I wished and I prayed that the, you know, things would change instantaneously, you know, and I'd just pray and everything would be gone, you know. But several prayers and cries <laughs> down the line, I realized that this was not going to be one of those overnight miracle things. And, you know, it was about the same time I started the musings, I started this podcast, and I, God started taking me on a journey and making me understand that there are certain things in life that go through a process. Just like gold, you know, making gold, you know, fine, fine um, wine and, you know, so many other things that we know. It's not a project that you just put something in, like dye. You, you, how you want, if you want to dye a piece of cloth, you just throw it in and you come out and the cloth comes out red. You know, there's no, these things are not that way. You know, these things are processes that we would have to go through. They would change slowly, surely, and steadily. And what makes the difference is faith combined with patience. Faith mixed with a healthy dose of patience. And that patience is required because of the time factor that it takes between, you know, the starts of that work, the application of the seed, and the manifestation of the fruits, and the harvesting of the fruits. So, I have preempted part of what I'm going to muse about, but it's just to talk today about faith and patience and to encourage all of us that are going through similar situations some things can be instantaneous, you know, projects and turnaround times. But some of that, many things, many of the, the issues that really bother the soul, many of them, not all. And I'm not talking, this is not necessarily about um, sickness or health. It's, it's really about a situation and a condition, you know. And I think most of us, I, I pray the Holy Spirit will help to make this relevant to whoever is listening, just as it's relevant to me. In such cases, faith and patience is required. So that's what we'll talk about today. I'll see what the scriptures have to say about faith and patience. Amen. So my headline scripture for today is um, Hebrews chapter 6, 11 to 15. And I don't have too many scriptures today because there are a lot of scriptures on faith, a lot of scriptures on patience, and just a few that join the faith and the patience together. Some, you can see the patience somehow subsumed in the faith. 
you know but not very obvious as in not the use of the word wasn't there so i restricted today mostly to those that you know join faith and patience together and a couple others as well but as we know you can i you know i think most of the time we study patience separately we study faith separately so that i think that has led to a misconception that faith is always instantaneous and the results from faith need to be instantaneous therefore it's only when it comes immediately that's when it is faith and that patience is then something that you do for other things but there are situations yes patience can be you know applied to character to conduct the way we deal with people and all of that but there's a patience that needs to be mixed with faith to harvest certain kinds of results in our lives and that's what we're really talking about today that's what i'm using on today so hebrews 6 11 to 15 says and we desire that every one of you should show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. This is Paul talking to the the Hebrew church. That ye be not slothful, in other words, don't be lazy, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, by he swore by himself, saying, verse 14, Surely blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he, that's Abraham, had patiently endured he abraham obtained the promise so the bible is telling us here that we should not be lazy but we be followers slothful means somebody who can't see things through so let's not be slothful let's not be you know people who fall, who, who, who fall by the wayside he says but let us follow in other words, let us emulate let us look at let us follow the example of those who through faith faith and patience now hebrews 6 was you know talking about all the you know, um how would I say the saints of old and those who had many, many great people, you know, it, it had all of them in that entire list. So those are the people he's telling us to follow. And he says it was through faith and patience that they inherited the promises. And he now talked about Abraham, which is the best example of all, because the gap between when God said, I will bless him, you and multiply you. And between when he eventually received that promise was quite a lot. I think it was, I think it was several decades, you know, years. I'm not too sure, but it was a, it was a whole lot of time. And, you know, in, in the, in, we can see that he himself got impatient at a stage, which is why he went and he did the Ishmael thing. But eventually he got to the point when he realized that, you know, and God kept telling him, look, that is in Isaac that your seed will be, that it will not be in, you know, this other person that you, you have this you know and of course we all see that the trajectory of ishmael was completely different from that of isaac and i think abraham's life is a very perfect example of what the the problems we can cause for ourselves when we do not patiently wait for the promises of god but it is faith and patience so the first thing we need is faith because without faith you know it is impossible to please god and he that comes to god must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so we cannot receive anything from god the person that does not have faith cannot receive so faith is the starting point and some you know it's not patience faith is the starting point. but after we've started with that faith then we need to mix it as in the same way you know when you are mixing flour you take baking powder and you mix it in a pinch of baking powder and you mix and you know put it in so that the flour can rise to the place that you want and when you put it in the oven it can bake and bake well that's exactly how faith is it has to be mixed very well with a healthy dose of patience for it to rise to the level that we need for it to be able to sustain itself in the oven during the trial 
and come out freshly baked, delicious, smelling, a glorious and succulent cake for everybody to eat and benefiting the members of the household. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that analogy which has never come to me before now. That is surely of you. But that's exactly how it is. Faith and patience. I'm going through a situation like that and that was my musing this morning because I realized that you know, it's not going as fast as I would have liked, but I'm making progress. If I look back three, four months, I'm not where I was. Yes, there is still a, a way to go. You know what I'm saying? But I'm certainly not where I was three months ago. And it has been faith and patience. When I say patience, sometimes it's almost like you are moving like a snail. But when you look back, you have moved. You have moved. I have moved. So Galatians 6 verse 9. And honestly, when I think of the fact that, in fact, in this particular situation that I am dealing with, I will say it is faith and patience that has really gotten me through. Because, yes, I had to first of all work on the faith. That was the first obstacle I faced. You know, because I had gone into it thinking it would be an instantaneous thing. So anytime I prayed and I did not see instantaneous results, my faith was shaken. Then I had to then consolidate that faith and say, you know what? Let me just rest that faith in God and believe that God is faithful. But then at that point, I had to start mixing in the patience. Because what will the what will what was attacking the faith is now the fact that that result is not coming. And I know I'm speaking some, you know, this is I'm speaking to somebody today. There is someone that will listen by the grace of God that understands this because it's what I'm going through and I know I am not alone. And these scriptures show it because obviously, you know, Abraham went through it as well. So he said after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. So before he patiently endured, he did not obtain. The only reason he was able to obtain that promise of surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you. It's because he was able to get to the point whereby he applied faith. The Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So he believed God and he patiently endured until the promise. And the Bible also tells us that he strengthened his faith by giving glory to God. Those are all the things that I too have learned to do over this period. I strengthen my faith by giving glory to God, thanking him for that which he has done, that which he will yet do, and that which he is doing. It actually strengthens one's faith to do that. And then he got Abraham got to a point where he was fully persuaded that God, what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Me too, I needed to get to that point where I was fully persuaded. Sometimes I was partially persuaded, you know, moderately persuaded. <laughs> but I then got to a point of full persuasion. And that's when the miracle started to happen. But again, it's not as if it was instantaneous even at that. And it, it is still not instantaneous. It is a process. I am learning patience through it. And why you say patiently endure it is because there is an endurance in that patience. Because there is still some, how would I say, less preferred condition ongoing that one is still enduring. So the patience is not a comfortable patience. It's an enduring patience. So Galatians 6.9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing. That's in, in our works of faith, love, and righteousness. For we shall reap in due season if we do not faint. And that is the problem. That's the challenge. The challenge is that most of us will end up fainting. In other words, giving up. Because that thing is not turning out the way we want. Time is going. 
is fast spent. Life is moving on. There are many things we are missing. It may be something that is, you know, you know, as in life is moving on. And you are looking at yourself. I'm looking at myself as in, is it possible to ever catch up the days that have been lost, the years that have been lost? But just like Abraham was able to, 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 to patiently endure, he obtained. Yes, we can obtain as well. Because time is in the hands of the Lord. And delay is definitely not denial. Or what looks like delay, I would rather say. And most of the time, like what I have seen in, in my case as well, there is progress. It's just that there is still a walk ahead. I think it's, it's that realization that this is not instantaneous, this is a journey. James 1 says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. And I think that is very relevant to me at this point because diverse means, you know, <laughs> in all manner of temptations. He says, for knowing this, and this is what should keep, this is what has kept me, and this is what should keep us all in such times. He said that the trial of your faith, so what is being tried is my faith. Yes, my faith has been, and in short, monumentally tried. But it says a very interesting thing. He says he walks patience. And he now counsels me and says, Let patience have its perfect work in you, Shola, that you may be perfect and entire, perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So he says, I should count it all joy when I fall into diverse temptations. <clears throat> I should rejoice because even though my faith is being tried, it is working for my good. Because it will work for me a, pa- a patience that will be perfected in my life. And cause me to be able to reap marvelous fruits. All to the glory of God. Now there's a scripture <clears throat> that the Lord brought me in, brought to me this morning, which I will use to close this one. And I'm going to read it now. It says Genesis 8:22. This was what God said, declared at the beginning. He says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest it shall not cease. Ah, it shall not cease. While the it is a di- ah, while the earth remaineth. And the earth is still here. Seed time and harvest shall not cease. Have, has, any, has, has anyone ever seen a seed that was sown in one day and the tree came up in that same day? No. What God is saying is that the law of sowing, nurturing, watering, growing from seed to leaf to stem to sapling to young tree to big tree, that trend, that pattern will not end. So it's not everything in life that will be a quick fix. So while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. It will not stop. And Jesus in Luke 13, 18 to 19 said, The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which a man took and threw into his own garden. And we know that that garden is the heart, because the parable of the sower told us that the sower sows the word in his heart. So that seed that God is referring to is the word of God. And the man is me, you and I. And his own garden means my own heart. And he says, and it grew, and it became a tree. And the birds of the air nested in its branches. And that's what he says the kingdom of God is like. And what is the kingdom of God? The Bible he also tells us in another scripture that the kingdom of God is not food and drink. 
but it is righteousness, it is peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So anything that is a work of righteousness, anything that is a work of joy, anything that is a work of peace, it will not be an instantaneous thing. It will be something that needs to be planted like a mustard seed. It is something that we will need to take and put in our own heart. I will need to take it and put it in my heart. And I will nurture it. I will water it daily. I will prune and trim it. Remove weeds from inside around it. Feed it. Aerate the soil. Tend it well. Until it grows to become a tree. And the tree will be so big and strong and visible to everyone that even the birds of the air will come and nest in its branches. That will be my testimony today in the name of Jesus. I receive and I claim that, O oh Lord, that just as is written in this word concerning Luke 13, 18 to 19, so shall it be for every walk of righteousness, my current situation, every walk of peace and of joy in the Holy Ghost that I am nurturing at this moment. That seed in my heart shall not be taken away. It will grow and it will become a tree and the birds of the air will nest in its branches. And in the hearts of all those who are connected even to that work of righteousness as well, Father, we will all see the fruits. We will reap it in the name of Jesus for we shall not faint. We will be followers of them who through faith and through patience obtain and inherit your promises. So shall it be concerning us at this time in Jesus' name. Amen.